you know anyone who is a ride or die creative soul who struggles to cope with real life while pursuing creative goals. If this describes you or any person that you know, then I hope you'll take the time to listen to this show. Through the eyes of an artist who is virtually unknown, sharing thoughts from his diary and conversations on the phone, to give hope and encourage every lost creative soul as we explore why creative matters so much more than you know. Episode 3, The Joy of Sharing. Audio Diary, March 16th, approximately 10.30 p.m. Okay, so... There is no, there is no, this is just totally spontaneous right off the cuff. So I'm going through the computer and lo and behold, I've come across Hearts and Powers material from when I was going to try and publish the first volume like a year and a half ago. Hearts and powers, so. And I'm kind of stoked because there's so much dope material. Like, there's all these pictures of Dynamite and Incredigirl that I got from not one, not two, but three different illustrators over the last, uh, I think it's over, I think about the last three to four years, I've collected quite a collection of images of Dynamite, a.k.a. No, Dynamite and her sister, Incredigirl, a.k.a. Mary and Michelle. And these pictures are dope, not to mention the cover that I got, the full-color cover, and the splash pages. These are just dope. These are just dope. And I'm wondering why in the world I have not published these yet. Granted, the writing is not nearly as good as I would have liked it to be. Um, it needs way more. It needs more editing again. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I haven't, why I didn't follow through with publishing it. If I'm if knowing me and my ego and not even just my ego, but just getting the demons in your head that tell you you suck and that I'm not good enough. But anyways, let's skip that. Let's just talk about the overall plot of... I literally came across this document now with an outline for... not for seven seasons. I'm not talking about chapters. I'm not talking about scenes. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about seven full seasons of this Hearts and Powers superhero soap opera. And I'm going to just run it down. down. 
So season one is all about, or if it, if I did it, if I do it in book form, it won't be season one, but it'll be volume one, which is entitled Twisted Sisters. Then you have volume two entitled Girl Fight, volume three entitled Eye Candy. Actually, let me start again. Let me just tell you the quick rundown of each each thing. So volume one. Twisted Sisters is just the introduction season, tells you all about, introduces the main, main, main characters of the whole Hearts and Powers universe or soap opera world, at least this part of it, which is Dynamite and Incredigirl, aka Mary and Michelle. Mary is Dynamite and Tara, I mean, Michelle is Incredigirl and Mary is the mild-mannered uh she looks like a librarian almost she's just like brown hair whatever you know i don't even want to talk about that right now i just want to talk about the seasons okay so volume one is twisted sisters it's all about dinah uh michelle and the love interest which is trevor and there's a love triangle between the three of them spoilers um two sisters and one guy um dinah is portrayed as the paragon of virtue and justice throughout the entire season um and in a twist by the end of the season dynamite is having dreams of seducing megamite who is the main big bad for the entire season and engaging in super flirtatious sexually suggestive sparring matches and battles with him so in other words she kind of starts getting a little bit beyond she's she kind of starts to get to the point where you kind of question is she beyond being um corrupted at all because she starts out the season like 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 Wonder Woman. She's the Wonder Woman of the universe. And she's kind of like a cross between Wonder Woman and Superman actually. But in any case, she's the Wonder Woman of the universe and she is like super badass, kickass and she stands for no bullshit. She doesn't stand for any shit. She's about kicking ass and and, and taking names and but for some reason, by the end of the season, we start to realize that, wait, she's maybe not as incorruptible as we may have thought. And yeah, so that's why the season, the first season ends. But there's a whole bunch of obviously episodes and stuff that happens leading up to that. Um, I went on way too long about that season. So let me try and summarize. Season two is Girl Fight. So Dinah and Michelle compete with Team Candy Girls in crime fighting and romance. Now, I got to back it up. So, uh, Michelle is is his is her Dinah Dynamite's younger sister and sidekick, so she's an incredible girl. She's, she has more like of a bat bat girl type of vibe to her. She has no superpowers, but she uses gadgets and shit and she's super like gymnastically trained and all of that. She's actually in real life like a uh, would have been an Olympic athlete, gymnast, but shit got in the way getting pregnant getting knocked up as, as a as a knocked up just before you before uh the olympics but anyways um i'm going so fast because there's so much to tell about this world and this story and all these characters and i'm just kind of getting excited because it's been so long since i looked at this shit and just going through the computer and running coming across all this stuff is just i'm like wow this is fun stuff man i wish i published like i want to get this out there anyways um, okay, so Dinah and Dinah and Incredigirl are sisters. Um, they're grown people. They're not teenagers or nothing. Like Dinah's in her in her thirties, and so is um, Incredigirl. Actually, Incredigirl's like twenty seven. 
Um, and so season two girl fight is because at the end of season one, I believe they come across, um, another bunch season two introduces another set of, um, mysterious, um, crime fighting, super superheroes that are all girls called candy girls. Um, and they're led by another, and this basically serves as the introduction to the main character named Eye Candy, who is going to be the main focus and the main hero that, that the world shifts to in volume three. But in volume two, we get introduced by to Eye Candy by way of Girl Fight, which is her crew. And so let me continue reading the synopsis. So Dinah and Michelle compete with teen candy girls in a crime fighting and romance. Uh, Incredible girl being recruited by was being recruited by Candy Girls, while tensions rise between her and her sister Dinah over their shared love interest Trevor and Dinah's new double dating secret affair with bad boy villain Megamite. So now I need to back up again. So Dinah, Dynamite, in her c- civilian identity as Mary, um, is dating Trevor. And in their civilian identity, Trevor is is Mary's boyfriend slash her sister sister Michelle's um, kind of down low secret uh, love interest thing that happened. Okay, now you know why I say this is a superhero soap opera. Then, <clears throat> meanwhile, that's the real life situation. Meanwhile. Mary transforms into dynamite and it's almost like literally because her, her powers are cosmic. They come from a cosmic source. So when she transforms into dynamite, she's almost literally a, an entire completely different person. Not only is she physically transformed and becomes like this super like totally badass, super Wonder Woman looking um, uh, blonde version of Wonder Woman looking superhero, superhero woman. Um, but her whole personality changes and it's not clear, but in season one, we start, by the end of season one, we start to get hints of maybe that she literally actually might be either channeling another actual real uh, being inside of her that she becomes, or she's developing split personality and she's being like literally becoming another person, or we're not even sure what really is going on, but anyways, there's hints of her kind of like literally being another person so when she's dynamite she's not necessarily really mary even though she has all of mary's thoughts and memories and whatever but anyways the point being so now in season two what i'm what we're seeing here is that as dynamite she started to develop a little kind of uh fear romantic kind of affair with 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 the the big bad of season one megamite because he was always flirting with her from jump and he was basically trying to hit on her and like she's dope she's fucking kick-ass and he's like yo whatever you're doing doing over there you need to come and join forces with me we could be like the power couple literally and just run shit and take over the entire hearts and powers universe and somehow i don't know how but it gets to the point where she actually starts entertaining this dude by the end of season one and in season two we see that it's pretty much all out blown out um in her alter ego as 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 dynamite she's actually kind of like hooking up with megamite on the down low um so 
Dynamite hooking up with the the big with the villain Megamite sexually intimately on the down low as a superhero but she's really married the civilian who is technically engaged to engage slash has a longtime serious boyfriend named Trevor so we'll really dynamite slash mary is living a double life slash cheating on her boyfriend trevor i mean yeah her boyfriend slash fiance trevor who technically speaking she doesn't know is also kind of in an emotional affair with her sister slash sidekick incredible girl jesus crime yo what the hell was I thinking when I wrote this shit, yo? <laughs> this is some, like, bullshit, yo. Okay. No, some real soap opera shit right now. Like, okay. And I don't even know why I'm laughing, but... I don't know. I don't know if this shit is any good. I don't know if people will read this and be like, what the fuck is this guy strip smoking? But, I mean, it's not that drastic. It's not that, like... I mean, real soap opera stuff gets really, like, dramatic and outrageous and all kinds of shit happen this is just barely like i think like in in the grand scheme of things the kind of drama that i've written so far or planned out is really just like basic it's not even like deep so i don't know i think what i really need to do is just start releasing this stuff and start writing this stuff and start sharing this stuff so that like and just start getting a response from the world and see if there's any kind of demand for it because i mean Objectively, I haven't read none of this stuff in like over a year. And mainly partly being because, you know, you get discouraged and you feel like, what's the point? Demons start talking in your head when all the other things of real life start getting to you and real life, real world problems that that take precedence over your make-believe shit that you're fooling around and you're, and you're you know, wasting time doing and you start questioning like, what am I doing as a grown man? Like, why am I wasting time doing this shit? In any case, I'm saying I haven't read it in a long time. I, 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 I put it away. And now I'm just stumbling across it on March 16th, 2021. Um, because I think as part of my... I think I might try to do something with all my writing under the, the Capes and Mics um, brand. So I have some plans in the back of my mind to do something with the Capes and Mike's brand or do something with all the the, ex, the enough amount of content that I already have written and already have piled up on my computer uh, in physical books in my in my freaking boxes all over the house in the garage. And I have plans. I think I want to try and do something that will be kind of cool in terms of a way to publish all this stuff and start promoting and selling all this content. So that's why I pulled up the computer today to just look through the archives and see where all these files are at and see what I have. And I got to say, objectively, I'm kind of like entertained and kind of intrigued and enjoying what I'm seeing. I can't say I love the actual text, the actual writing. So, I mean, I'm not going to do it now because that would just take forever. Um, but I was did read, started reading some of the actual text that I wrote 
the manuscript, if you will, not the text, the manuscript for volume one that is actually complete. I have a full, full story from beginning to end um, for volume one um, of Hearts and Powers, the the superhero soap opera. And it's a pretty good tight story from beginning to end that ends with a cliffhanger to lead into volume two as a as any good soap opera should always have a cliffhanger but the actual writing my writing as a writer i don't think does any justice to the concept and the world that i built and the great characters essentially you know ultimately this is something i came to a conclusion about many years ago about myself in general when it comes to the writing i don't think i'm a great writer at all and i don't have any aspirations to pursue becoming a great writer. I don't really enjoy the process of writing at all. I love and I have a passion of coming up with great story ideas, creating and building great worlds and amazing characters and developing their background stories. And and not only that, coming up with great, amazing, long story arcs and plots and, and building long, nice, epic um, sagas for all these worlds and characters to inhabit and, and to see play out. But the literal line by line, scene by scene, writing stories, I don't like that process at all. I do have a little bit of skill and I'm, you know, somewhat um, competent to write half decent stuff. Especially when it comes to, essentially, I'm good at writing just occasional, one-off, random action action sequences or action scenes. And I'm also pretty good, I think, at writing occasional, one-off, random um, dialogue scenes. Those are my two things that I do naturally and enjoy doing. Um, But my main, main, uh, my main... My main thing that comes naturally is basically building the worlds, building the characters, building the long epic plots and sagas, um, and and writing those out and and detailing them and and documenting them in great detail and organizing them and 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 telling the stories in a narrative fashion um, to tell you know the reader this is what happens as what I'm reading right now. This is what happens in season one or chapter one or in volume one and. As I'm doing that, I will always insert at certain points. I'll insert, I'll get inspiration and I'll just insert random, fully full-fledged scenes with dialogue, action and everything in between and description and all that. That's what I'm good at naturally. So that's part another reason why I didn't release Hearts and Powers Volume 1, even though it's done, is because I don't think it's great written greatly. And because I know my strengths and I know what I want the vision to be, I've come to the conclusion since about three or four years ago that I really need other people to write. I need to find hire either hire great writers to write the actual um, stories, play in the sandbox that I create, basically, or... Um, what was the or? <laughs> you know, either hire other people, or 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 find a partner, or partners who their strength and passion is writing writing the actual scripts and and the scenes and, and not the scenes, the scripts 
and the um, and or full-fledged uh, prose manuscripts. So uh, I'm I'm not even I'm not even staying focused in this entire uh, thing here, but I'm just all over the place. But I'm just I'm just trying to be real. I'm just trying to just relish and enjoy this moment and just speak my thoughts as they come to me technically really this is audio diary so you know what you signed up for when you started listening <laughs> creative matters is, is this is the audio diary entry and you know what a diary is you're just gonna listen to people pour their hearts out and be whatever ramble so back to hearts and powers volume uh one to seven um, what I'm doing right now in terms of sharing what the season or the entire long epic saga is about, that's the way I'm doing it, I mean, in terms of just like explaining it. That's kind of what I want to do. I kind of want to start a podcast to just start sharing the worlds, even on this basic level based on my strengths and doing the things that I do naturally, which is talk about the characters explain the the worlds in a more uh omni omni um, omnipresent narrative type of style as opposed to trying to just be an actual audiobook and read read line by line real manuscript text because that's just not me um and i want to kind of see what happens see if people will dig it or, or or actually get into the story as much as i i get into them even though it's being delivered to them in a completely probably not unconventional uh, format. So to be honest, that's the reason why I pulled up the computer and started going through this stuff because I just needed to just see what was there. I wanted to find a a small sample of text to to read, to try and do an audio read of a scene, scene. And then I wanted to do a sample of doing exactly what I'm doing right now, just explaining the world and telling the story. So... Let's just wrap up this this entry of Creative Matters doing that exactly. Let's let's finish volume two, season two slash volume two is girl fight, and I'm just gonna continue as I said. So there's the 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 love the the it's not love affair, um, the love triangle between the sisters, the superhero sisters and 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 Trevor, but then there's this other the other side. Uh, love affair that's going on between her alter ego, Dynamite's alter ego, and the villain, Megamite. So, because of all this, there's a tension that's, that's starting to brew between the two sisters, and and while the tension is happening, and the, there's a little, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of fighting going on between the two of them, comes along this mysterious group, other group of super, super, super females in the world of Earth of Powers called the Candy Girls, and they start trying to recruit Incredi Girl into their into their little massive, their little posse, um, unbeknownst to Dynamite. Um, te- uh, Michelle is, is infuriated when she discovers that that Dynamite is entertaining fantasies of having a, a, a fling slash affair with the with a regular guy who who secretly the main villain okay so again going back basically what happens is um in her civilian state mary is kind of she's always been this super good girl never done anything bad never had kids always been like you know like um like 
the the um what's the word I'm looking for? Totally good, just totally good girl, right? And she sacrificed so much um, in life, taking care of her sister when their mother died. That's another part of this this superhero drama. Practically raising her sister and now helping her sister raise her um, daughter, um, and all of this stuff. So just be, but she got engaged to to, to Trevor, and for some reason. Um, She's starting to have these feelings like, you know, when when girls start to have cold feet about to get married, things about to get so serious. And she's like, you know, she hasn't lived yet. She hasn't done anything. She's been with the one guy for and and she's having that thing where she's like, man, she wants to she's entertaining thoughts of having one last fling. And she starts running these thoughts by her sister, Tara, as Mary and Tara's not having it. I I keep saying Tara. Michelle's not having it. She's actually getting mad. She's getting mad because not only is her sister potentially going to throw away what she has or with Trevor and Trevor is such a good guy. But the reality is she's in love with Trevor and she's been fighting herself not to of over what not to do. Like she doesn't want to mess up the situation with her sister and she's been fighting her own demons, trying not to mess up that situation only to have. Goody Two-Shoes Mary come around and tell her that she's entertaining, she's thinking about cheating on Trevor or temporarily breaking up with him to have a one last fling. Not even knowing that this fling is supposed to be with the with the villain Megamite. And yo, honestly, again, the more I talk about this, I'm like, I can't even keep it straight in my own head to talk about it. Like my head is starting to hurt. And I'm realizing as I'm trying to explain this that. I may have actually succeeded in doing exactly what I set out to do in actually making a real soap opera out of this superhero thing. And I'm kind of smiling at it because, to be honest, that's another reason why I didn't really release it. Because I haven't been, I've always been questioning in the back of my mind if I'm going far enough, if this actually sounds soap opera enough ish, if there's enough drama, if there's enough twists and turns and and just like shit to keep track of like i i i had i was questioning if it was authentic enough as a so to be labeled a soap opera i know i got the superhero shit down pat but i wasn't sure and i'm just kind of coming to a realization just through this process of talking here and trying to explain this dang story and this is literally only volume two i haven't gotten literally the first three lines of volume two description and I'm getting so twisted up with trying to keep track with all the things I'm trying to explain that I'm starting to feel that maybe I have accomplished the goal. Like, this sounds and feels super, super soap opera shit to me. Like, my head is busting. I can't even do it. Like, I'm not even going to try and finish explaining this volume. This, It's just done. It's just too much. I hope it conveys when I listen back. I can really hear it and really see that it does hit the mark of what I'm trying to do but I would wrap up this by saying 4 minutes to 11pm on Tuesday night, second day of training at the new job that I don't want and we that you can all hear about on the Creative Matters episode entitled The Day Job Paradox so 11 o'clock meaning that I don't have the time or energy to stay up much later, I gotta get to bed soon so I'm gonna try and end this entry right here 
but I am glad I took the time to do this exercise because it has definitely helped to reorientate my point of view and my perspective on my content, my, my creative content as it pertains to writing and superhero stuff. And what I and what I want to do with it moving forward in a positive way. And there's so much here I want to share. Like if this was a completely different scenario, time, context, like the way I feel right now, I could just stay here and just record like all day. I just want to put all my content on audio and just record it all and get it out of my heart and soul and system because I'm passionate about it. I love it. I think it's. I enjoy it. It's fun. And this is just one, this is just one property of many. This is why I want to establish my Capes and Mics um, brand and start releasing content. Because this is just one of many, one of countless many properties that I've already, that I've already built out and and created and the world and and everything is there just waiting to be shared with the real world like space love superheroes that book is already done and published and i haven't done nothing with it so that's going to be number one that's going to be promoted and shared with the world right behind it well alongside of it is just wrap the single um, that's already recorded and technically published on Spotify. But I just have to start getting out there and actually pub- promoting it and sharing it actively, passionately. And I'm going to continue with all the other content, Hearts and Powers. I'm definitely, now that I see what I got and all the artwork is just so blessed. I'm going to put that together. It's all there. I just have to just take the time to actually put it together. Like Hearts and Powers Volume 1 is ready to go. All the pieces are there. So much artwork. Everything is there. All I have to do is find the time or make the time to sit down and actually just put it all together and put the PDF together and publish it for free on lulu.com or or blurb or whichever one i choose um and then the live and rock album again or double ep i should say again all done been vibing to it for a good two months now if not three and that's going to be right up there next as far as on the music side and hearts and powers number will be there next on the storytelling side and Everything else on the storytelling side, I'm going to continue to share that is done. Oh, so again, so much stuff, but I'll say the third one on, on the storytelling side is Soundstorm, which is the perfect marriage between and the perfect marriage and the perfect um, linchpin to you to to be the, the main thing to launch Capes and Mike's the brand, which is all about hip hop and superheroes the brand is called capes and mics because it's it's me and what i do and what i'm passionate about and my main things hip hop and superheroes aka capes and mics so soundstorm um is the perfect um is is the perfect um 
property, the number one property that is a perfect blend of those two passions coming together. That is why it will be my my lead um, character, my lead property, my lead series, whatever you want to call it. Um, that will I'm gonna put my heart and soul into to debuting it in a very awesome way if I can. Um, right after you know Space Love Superheroes, I'm gonna start with promoting the stuff that's done. So Space Love Superheroes, Hearts and Powers, Live and Rock album, and just wrap the single. But then Soundstorm, which is the first major superhero property that I develop and character that I develop on my own many, many moons ago. Technically, it's not the first because Power Blast Kids, which was for, but that was for the kids. But I'm saying for grown-ups, Soundstorm was the first one. But he's a character that is actually a recording rapper guy or something like that. And his powers all come from sound, but more specifically, he channels vibrations and energies from music. That's what he chooses to use as the primary source of sound for his stuff. So he's a superhero that is based in music, but he, believe me, he's not cheesy. Like I'm, t- I, I, I can't tell you. Uh, I don't. I haven't heard or seen any other person. I know that there have been attempts. I know I'm not the first person to try and merge those two things together. But I think that this what I what I created with Soundstorm is gonna be so dope. Um, the world that I created, or worlds that I created for him, um, so so dope. Because um, there's multiple versions of him, uh, multiple variations. Um, just like, I guess, in the spirit of Marvel and DC with their multiverses, there are multi- multiple versions of Soundstorm and multiple worlds that he inhabits, one version of which exists in the same world as Dynamite and her, and her, and, and her sidekick, Incredigirl, in the Hearts and Powers universe. So it's literally a version of Soundstorm, my marquee character for Capes and Mike's brand, that exists in the Hearts and Powers universe. But aside from that, my point being, he is a perfect blend of hip music, my two passions, music and superheroes. And that is why he's the marquee character slash property. And I'm going to try and put my take my time and really do him right when I release him to the world. And he's going to be the number one project after I after I after I prove myself to myself by getting out of my way and stop having excuses and complaining to God and the universe that nothing's going my way with my creative stuff. Get out of my way, start promoting what I've already have done. Be humble and just put my best foot forward and just do good with what I already have, what God has already blessed me with in terms of what's already done and hopefully start to see some momentum see some fans or people enjoying what i'm doing with those things who knows maybe even make some money along the way if people really dig those two things and start buying them and then off of that momentum and it's learning and building up my uh, confidence competence resources um commitment passion again because the passion has been gone 
then I want to jump. I want to jump in when I'm fully energized and fully strengthened up to share Soundstorm with the world. And again, all this is going to be all this is being done through Capes and Mics. So if you're listening to this, um, I don't even know if the first episode of Capes and Mics podcast has been done or released um, by the time you're listening to this. But support Capes and Mics because <laughs> that's my way to support my dreams and my creative visions. Um, buy my products, buy my books, buy my music, um, share it with the world, share it with yourself, vibe out to to to, to my music, um, read my books, listen to the 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 story adventure telling sister podcast um for capes and mics which is going to be solely dedicated to sharing the stories from the capes and mics um universe um all these characters that i didn't get to get in deep you got a taste today with hearts and powers and credit girl and dynamite but i just want you to you know support any way you can once uh, as the content slowly comes out and I'm just leave it at that. My, I'm gone five minutes over time now. It's 11:06 p.m., so I'm gonna leave it at that. This may very well be the the first episode of Creative Matters, or maybe not. But who? Either way, uh, thanks for listening. And yeah, come back soon, or just come back at all. That's that's really all I want. Thanks.